All right. Hello. Welcome to the Cosmic Eye Show. I am your host, Jason Napolitano. It is Sunday. Blessings and light and happy Sunday to you. Hope uh, everyone who is out there in the affected heat wave areas is keeping cool. Uh, drink plenty of water. Stay out of that. Uh, stay out of that sun. Stay in the shade. Uh, try to keep cool. All right. It is Emmett Fox Sunday or Emmett Fox Sunday show. And we are doing, of course, find and use your inner power. And we're going to be looking at the section this week on, it's called Shepherd, Not Bellhop. Shepherd, Not Bellhop. And it's a really powerful uh, message this week. We're going to look at Psalm 23. We're going to look at exactly what this idea of shepherd and bellhop mean, uh, go into it step by step and so forth. It's going to uh, be a great show for you guys to be able to um, manifest uh, those desires and ambitions you have in your life, uh, create that change that you're looking for. Uh, you can check us out at cosmiceye.org. We've got a lot of great things going on there. We actually have a new deck that we're, a uh, new tarot deck that we put up on there. It's called the Libra Florum deck, and it's on Kickstarter right now. That is on the front page of cosmiceye.org. Uh, it's a great deck based on the Rider Waite Smith deck with the floral motif uh, that it's the corresponding flowers for uh, each of those cards. Uh, that comes from uh, the Hermetic Golden Dawn tradition. So it's a great deck that mixes uh, some old and some new stuff. I think you'll really dig it. Um, we are also at anchor.fm slash cosmic eye, and that is where you can donate. And we appreciate uh, those who are donating. Thank you very much. And if you could, uh, please uh, donate there, make a small donation uh, to help keep the show on the air. All right, let us jump into this thing. Shepherd, not bellhop, is the title of this one. I want to say a, a couple of words, actually, about find and use your inner power that I haven't really talked about before. Uh, the, the title of this book, actually, is really, uh, really powerful, if you think about it for a second, kind of give it a moment of, um, of contemplation. Find and use your inner power. So the idea behind this, I, I like how he's, how he's, how he's created this this intriguing title, finding, you're finding something, it's something you already have, but you might have misplaced. Um, you know, it's something that you already own, but you don't recognize, you're finding it, or you're finding it again, as, in essence. And the idea of this inner power, that I am power, the divine mind is already within you. Uh, you're finding that power uh, within yourself, find and use your inner power. So it's something you already have and something that you just need to open up to and get in alignment with. And that is going to actually tie into the, uh, to the theme of the, the show today as well. Uh, but this is a really powerful idea. Manly Hall called this process discovery and utility, the great Manly P. Hall, uh, author of The Secret Teachings. We talked about him many, many times. Uh, Manly Hall process uh, called, like I said, it called this discovery and utility, similar to finding and using, finding and using. So find and use your inner power. All right, so that gives you something to chew on in terms of the, the, the title of this book. Now let's actually get into this, uh, this section, Shepherd, not Bellhop. So I'll read through it, and then I'm going to go ahead and break, uh, break it down section by section. When you feel a desire to improve yourself or your conditions, it means that God has inspired you with that splendid idea. And he who inspired you with the idea will give you the power to carry it out. This means that when we are praying for health, harmony, and true prosperity, we are obeying God by that very act, not beseeching him to grant it, much less ordering him to do so. 
Some people talk as though divine mind were there to take our orders, but of course this is absurd. It is we who obey the orders of divine mind. God's orders to us take the form of inspirations and aspirations for better things. Inspirations and aspirations for better things. The Bible says, the Lord is my shepherd. Some foolish people think it says, the Lord is my bellhop. They talk about ordering what you want, and probably they are guilty of nothing worse than very confused thinking. We do not order God. He inspires us, but he does not compel us to accept his inspirations if we do not wish to. We have free will to be negative or positive, constructive or destructive as we choose. But always the path upward will be in obedience to God and to the laws of his universe. But always the path upward will be in obedience to God and to the laws of his universe. So that pretty much sums that up. We're going to break this down though. All right, so let's take a look then at this first section. I'm going to go kind of section by section from the beginning to, to the end, and then we'll wrap it up uh, uh, with the conclusion of all the main points. So I think it's really going to drive it home for you. All right, so he talks about in this first section, when you feel, he says, when you feel a desire to improve yourself or your conditions, it, mean that, it means that God has inspired you with that splendid idea. And he who inspired you with the idea will give you the power to carry it out. I mean, in a nutshell, it's basically saying, look, these aspirations that you have, these desires to be, to do, and to have something more in your life, to create a better family, a more spiritual life, a, a new business, a, you know, manifest a, a new car, whatever it is, um, you know, create a, a nonprofit organization, help out in the community, whatever, whatever desire you have, those desires are actually coming to you through God you know, through that, through that divine mind, through that I am presence, that cosmic consciousness that's within you. Uh, so the ego is actually picking up on that idea. And it, you know, it often, it thinks that it's the one that, that came up with that, but really we're, we're a receiving station for these cosmic ideas, for these, uh, these divine mind ideas that flow through us. Uh, so what he's saying in, in essence is like, you know, you're, you've been inspired by this idea and with this idea by universal spirit by god and though and then so he's gonna also you know this power will also give you the power to carry it out the power to carry it out so the the, the ability uh, to do the thing that you're dreaming of is inherently in the desire itself napoleon hill talked about that a lot and think and grow rich in his other work that you know the the, the seeds for uh, the success of the idea that you that you actually have um, are inherently within that idea, or you wouldn't be given that idea. So there's there's the idea that you know these creative impulses and these desires and the asp these aspirations that we have are are messages from our higher self, from divine source, uh, to us to be more, to do more, and to have more. And so really, uh, we'll get into this, but you know, really what you've got to do then is put yourself in alignment with that in order to carry it out. It's already in there. The power to carry it out, the power uh, to create is already within you. So that, uh, the second part of that, the second part of this, he, goes in, he gets into this idea where we're not beseeching. Beseeching is praying or asking or really, you know, oh, God, please give me this thing that I need. Uh, and, or we're not ordering. You know, 
I'd, I'd like, I must have this and this is how I want it. And this is how it's going to unfold. And, you know, acting like it's something that, you know, we're, we're at a drive-through restaurant or something and we're ordering, you know, we're ordering some hamburgers and French fries at the drive-through. Um, you know, it's not like that. So he moves into this, this <clears throat> second session section and he kind of uh, he elaborates on that. So he says, some people talk as a divine mind were there to take our orders, which I just said, you know, it's, it's, not, it's not this idea that you're going through a drive-through. I mean, I think some of these, some of these metaphysical teachers, not to put anyone down, but some of the metaphysical teachers that are out there acting at the universe is, uh, like I said, like it's a drive-through or it's an ATM and you just punch in the thing that you want or you, you, know, you walk up to the window and order, drive through the window and order, you know, and then God spits out your desire on the other side. Um, you know, so it's it's more of a, a co-creation thing. We're in partnership. We already we already are this power, and we are having this human experience as this divine power. So it's 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 something that's already inherently within us that we're allowing to unfold, which is much different than trying to order something or you know grovel at the feet of someone or something or beg for it. You know, it's this idea of beseeching. It's a different thing. It's really a different thing. And then he says, and then he says, it is, it is we who obey the orders of divine mind. So we're not making an order on divine mind. We're really obeying an order from divine mind when we have these aspirations. He said, God's orders to us take the form of inspirations and aspirations for better things. So that's our desires. That's our imagination. Uh, that's our wish to, you know, to be more, to do more, to have more. Uh, that's that uh, inspirational, creative thought you had in the shower, like, oh, man, I'd really love to start a nonprofit organization that helps homeless people. And at the same time, we, you know, we manufacture uh, some product to sell to the community that's helpful or, you know, whatever. So that's that's something to think about. So these inspirations and aspirations are actually something that's coming from within you, but they're coming uh, from that divine source. So it's not something you have to order and it's not something that you have to beg for. It's already coming through you and you've really got to get yourself in alignment with it. Uh, so that's where it comes to this section on this, uh, the really the heart of this, the heart of this, this section is, since it's, it's called shepherd, not bellhop. The Bible says the Lord is my shepherd. That's how this starts. I want to read uh, where this comes from. This is from Psalm 23, and this is an excellent psalm uh, for protection. It's a great affirmation type psalm. This psalm is used a lot in African-American hoodoo tradition and conjure tradition, uh, in New Orleans voodoo and these kinds of uh, uh, traditions, uh, folk, folk type magic uh, that is, exists here in America. So this 23rd psalm, is, is a powerful one, and I'm going to read it for you. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside the still waters. He restoreth my soul. He leadeth me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me, thy rod and thy staff. They comfort me. Thou preparest a table before me in the presence of mine enemies. Thou anointest my head with oil. My cup runneth over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, 
and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. That right there is a, a very powerful affirmation that you can use. So that is Psalm 23 from the Hebrew Bible. Very powerful Psalm for protection and for, for manifestation in your life. And this is really what we're going to get into. So he says here, uh, the Lord is my shepherd. Some foolish people seem to think it says the Lord is my bellhop. We talked a little bit about that earlier when I talked about the drive-thru. Bellhop is another interesting uh, image. You may not know what a bellhop is. It's kind of an old-timey term. Bellhop, another name for bellhop is bellman, bellboy. Uh, now they're probably called bell persons. Uh, but this is the, the guy at the hotel or the, or the gal at the hotel who is uh, taking your luggage up. They you know, they kind of get things for you at the store if you need them. There's sort of an all-around uh, sort of helper when you're at a hotel, and you would order them to go get you this or that. Uh, so, you know, I used to work at a, at a hotel on Sunset Boulevard, and, you know, the bellhop, this is in the 90s, mind you, and it was at a hotel where a lot of uh, Hollywood people and musicians and so forth would go. So God only knows what the bellhop, the bellman, uh, he was actually called the bellman where we were, and he was a guy, uh, was was running for. But, you know, on the overnight shift, we heard quite a few stories of some crazy things that the bellman was running for. But again, you know, not necessarily uh, very constructive things. You can imagine there was a lot of partying going on in the hotel and so forth. So uh, be that as it may, and I think actually he's kind of alluding to this, you know, there's two ideas here. There's shepherd and there's bellhop. So this bellhop may or may not be going out for things that are good for you, but also it's, you know, the idea of ordering someone to go grab something for you um, versus a shepherd. Now, the idea of a shepherd is a powerful one. That's Psalm 23, Psalm 23 that I read. Uh, traditionally, that I, the idea is all the Psalms were written by King David. Uh, we don't know historically if that's true or not, but I'm going with it. King David. Uh, wrote the Psalms and Psalm 23. King David himself started out his life as a shepherd. So he's a shepherd and he's looking to the shepherd, uh, the Lord, you know, the I am presence, the God, uh, God presence, uh, as his shepherd, as his shepherd. So he's the shepherd of the people of Israel. He's the king, but then he's looking to God as his shepherd uh, and, and, and elucidating all of the, the fine things that, that God has done for him. And so, you know, the idea of a shepherd is a shepherd is someone who is, you know, taking care of sheep, obviously, or taking care of flocks or herds of animals. And they're a, they're a guide, they're a protector, they're a guard. They maintain the herd, they sustain the herd, and they're responsible uh, for those, uh, those animals under their care. In the same way, uh, we look to the divine mind, we look to the I am presence, the cosmic consciousness as our shepherd, our creator, our sustainer, our maintainer, our guard, our protector. And this Psalm 23 gives us, you know, gives us a great sort of affirmation to use to get in touch with that power. Uh, but this shepherd leads the sheep in the same thing that in the same way that we're led by the spirit. We're led by the spirit and, and our desires, our desires for health, our peace, for peace, for prosperity, for new conditions in our lives. These promptings are promptings, or as he said, or as uh, Fox said, um, inspirations and aspirations from divine mind, from God, from the shepherd, from the shepherd. Uh, so as the shepherd or the divine mind leads us towards our spiritual unfoldment, 
we, we need to be sheep towards the shepherd. And we think, well, I don't want to be a sheep. I'm an individual and sheep are dumb and they're parts of the herd and this, that, and the other thing. You know, we get this idea of, of this, you know, fierce independence and individuality. And of course, we're not going to give that up. But the idea of being a sheep in this case is more like uh, the idea of the ego versus the higher self. So the sheep part of yourself, in, in essence, is like, is like the ego. It kind of wants to run off and do its own thing. It wants to, uh, you know, go run for the creek or run for the green pastures or, or do something different uh, than it's kind of supposed to be doing. It's on its way somewhere. The shepherd, in this case, of course, is like, is like our, is our, our higher self that's leading us towards where we really need to go where we really need to go. So oftentimes our, our, our desires or, or even our, our thoughts about ourselves are, are somewhat negative and limited. And there's a part of ourself, that shepherd, that divine mind within us, that I am presence, cosmic consciousness, that knows who we are and who we're really supposed to be in this life. And that's the idea of this shepherd and sheep that we're looking at. So a sheep in essence then in this, in this case, is, is someone who's following divine will. And that divine will is coming from within. And as he said, it's those inspirations and those aspirations that you have to be something more, to do something more, to have something more in your life, to have a better family life, to you know, create that new business, to break out on your own as an artist, or to, uh, you know, if you want to you know, if you want to become a spiritual teacher or a writer, or do something like this. You know, and you've always been afraid to do that because, oh, I'm just a, a person that's a customer service rep at a, you know, at a, at a bank or something. You know, how would I do that? Well, if God planted that seed of desire in your heart, then it's from your higher source. It's from divine mind. And you need to listen to that. You need to listen. You don't have to order that. You don't have to beseech God for that. That, that, that has already been put into your heart. What you need to do is put yourself in alignment with that desire and begin to affirm it for yourself, and it's going to start to unfold. It's going to start to unfold. So we're going to look at this next section then, this next section. Uh, we do not order God. He inspires us, but he does not compel us to accept his inspirations if we do not wish to. So this is the heart of kind of this this whole thing is like, this is where free will comes into it. And this is where, you know, our, our sort of ego self wants to, wants to fight sometimes divine will in our life. Um, you know, and that's natural. It's natural for us to be this way. God made us this way. You know, the universe has unfolded and evolved as it has. And, you know, we have this streak in ourselves that wants to be independent and it wants to kind of do its own thing. And that's all well and good. But oftentimes that streak of uh, independence is also filled with pride and hardheadedness, pride and hardheadedness. So we're not really listening to what divine source has in store for us. We're kind of like um, we're, we're propping up old ideas or limitations about ourselves or making excuses why we can or can't do this thing or shouldn't do this thing or why we, you know, we're forced to stay in this job that we don't like because, you know, we have responsibilities to our family and all these different ideas that we, we carry around. Uh, but then we're not in obedience to our true will, to our higher self when we're doing that. And that's a, that's a dangerous thing. That's, that's more of a sort of a limited 
view of ourselves. And even though we feel like we're being independent by making all these excuses and, and thinking about all these different things or, you know, trying to say why we should have this, but don't or, or what have you, you know, we've all been there. Um, you know, we might look back on our life and say, well, you know, if I would have had more education, I'd be here by now. Or, oh, if I wouldn't have got married so young, I'd be there by now. Or if I would have got married when I was younger, I'd be better off. Or, you know, we've got all these different ideas about, about what we think is happening. Here's the reality of all of it. You can only live in the now. You know, you can only live in the now. There is no yesterday and there is no tomorrow. There is only an endless stream of now. If you meditate on that for a little bit, contemplate that for a little bit, it will really open up your mind. So stop and think about that. There is only now. In this now, you have the opportunity to get in alignment with the shepherd, with the shepherd that's within yourself. That is the divine source. That is the I am consciousness. That is the cosmic consciousness. That is universal spirit. That's the great spirit, whatever you want to call it. Uh, the Christ consciousness within, Buddha nature, however you want to look at it. That source within yourself has an idea for your life that is bigger than you can imagine at times. And you know deep down in your heart that there is that part of yourself that can transcend and is supposed to do uh, what it's supposed to do. And, you know, it's more than you are probably imagining for yourself at this moment. And so it's, it's somewhat scary. But the whole point to this Shepherd Not Bellhop section is this idea that God's inspired you with this idea, that very spirit within you has inspired you with that, what he says, that splendid idea. And here's the thing, he who inspired you, you know, that divine power that inspired you with the idea will give you the power to carry it out, will give you the power to carry it out. So that's, that's the whole nature of this idea. Now, how do you do that? How do you do that? The first thing you've got to do is get in alignment with this idea. You've got to recognize this, this thing. You've got to write this idea down and you've got to flesh it out. Uh, really make it clear to yourself. Really make it clear to yourself. Then you've got to start building this idea in your mind. So an inspiration or an aspiration is the seed. You know, now what we're looking for is to, you know, to till the garden and to, you know, make a plan for where we want to put the different seeds and so forth. So the idea is that, you know, you need to sit down, take some time, take an hour, listen to some, some nice mellow music, you know, listen to some, some Indian sitar or some kind of classical music, something without, without lyrics. Uh, maybe some ambient, you know, music or something or electronic music that's a little more chill. And, you know, listen to that. Those binaural beats are good, too. And, um, you know, have a pad of paper and a pen with you and start writing down some of the ideas, some of your dreams, some of the things connected to this, this inspiration, this aspiration that's within you. So get yourself connected with the uh, the outlines of it, the clarity of it, you know, make it real for yourself within yourself and begin to sort of flesh it out. And then after that, you know, then you can start making some affirmations and doing prayer, but make those affirmations and do that prayer in the spirit of, of allowing in the spirit of allowing and allowing it to unfold, not uh, acting like it's something outside of yourself, like you're, 
you know, you're a kid that's wishing for a lollipop or something. So then the lollipop's down at the store and you don't have the money to buy it and you couldn't get down there even if you wanted to or whatever. It's not like that. The thing that you desire is already available. You have to accept it as if there's a, a waterfall or, uh, in front of you and you're thirsty. You have the cup in your hand, but you have to, you know, put the cup in the waterfall. You have to be willing to receive. You have to be willing to receive uh, into the cup in order to drink of that water. So, you know, it's, it's a matter of getting ourselves in touch with that idea first and then uh, accepting and, you know, making prayer an affirmation that, um, that is in alignment with the idea that this is a God-given inspiration, a God-given inspiration. And then you're, you know, you're getting, getting in touch with that idea of being, you know, in essence, like a sheep. You're following the shepherd. You're following the leader that's leading you towards your goal. And maybe even imagine, you know, that idea of a, of a shepherd leading a flock or something. Visualize that and, and, and you can kind of see yourself being drawn forward into uh, this new place. You know, it's a place that exists within yourself, but you've got to, you know, you've got to create the consciousness. And we talked about that uh, a couple of weeks ago. You've got to create the consciousness uh, for, for this to unfold. That show was called Thou Canst Not Steal. So you can go back and check that out. Chris and I did a, a show on Emmett Fox a few weeks ago with that, with that topic. So uh, it's the same idea. You've got to build the consciousness to allow the, the dream you have in your mind to unfold, to unfold. All right. So I'm going to give you another couple of, uh, couple of shepherd ideas. And these come from the Bible. Let me grab these quotes real quick here. Uh, just to get this idea of shepherd in your mind. And again, remember that it's, it's, you know, that the, the shepherd motif is not supposed to be this idea that you're, you know, some dumb animal following with blind, you know, obedience. It's the idea that a good shepherd is leading the way and he's making safe your path and he has your best interests at heart. And, you know, the idea of, you know, think about a, a strong shepherd in ancient times with this, you know, his rod and his staff and he's, you know, he's protecting the sheep from, wolves and from thieves and from you know from all types of harm and from the elements and so on and that's the idea of the shepherd really you have to remember these you know these these ideas from the from the hebrew bible you know these are from ancient times and so these you know G jesus parables and the ideas and parables in the hebrew bible you know it's an agrarian agricultural society you know and there's a lot of um uh you know people are close to the land and, and these are the metaphors that make sense to them like I said, I use the idea of a, I use the idea of a, uh, a drive-through restaurant, you know, and ordering, uh, and you know, Emmett Fox used the idea of a bellhop, and bellhops obviously were a lot more common idea uh, in the in the time when he wrote this, you know, in the early 20th century, in the 19, 1940s, 50s, uh, when when all these things were you know written and compiled later on. Uh, so here's a few more ideas from the Bible. Um, from Isaiah 40:11, he will feed his flock like a shepherd. He will gather the lambs in his arms and carry them in his bosom and gently lead the mother sheep. Gently lead the mother sheep. Ezekiel 34:12. As shepherds seek out their flocks when they are among 
the scattered sheep, I will rescue them from all the places to which they have been scattered on a day of clouds and thick darkness. Uh, Jesus said in John 10, 14, I am the good shepherd. I know my own and my own know me just as the father knows me and I know the father. And that's that I am presence within uh, that Christ consciousness within us that he's speaking of there. He knows his own and his own know me uh, and his own know him. Uh, same idea there. I, I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd lays down his life for the sheep. That's another idea of this good shepherd, the shepherd that you know, really would, would, would sacrifice themselves for you. Uh, he will feed his, well, I have that one already. Let me read the final one from Hebrews 13, 20. Now may the God of peace who brought back from the dead, our Lord Jesus, the great shepherd of the sheep by the blood of the eternal covenant, make you complete in everything good so that you may do his will, so that you may do his will. That's the key part of that. And again, that that gets us into that idea of this, this, your aspirations and your constructive desires and your dreams are the divine's will for your life. So you have to put yourself in alignment with it and follow that, follow the promptings of the shepherd. And the shepherd is your divine presence within. That's where God and you meet up within the I am presence. Eheye, asher eheye, as it's said in the Bible. The I am that I am. Uh, the last part of this we're going to do. So let's let's wrap this up. I want to kind of go over each one of these sections. So uh, just to just to overview it, so we, we get a quick quick look at it, so we can really kind of frame it and think about it in the coming week. So the first part he talks about your how your desire for improvement or good comes from God, comes from divine mind. Uh, the second section is a prayer. Prayer or affirmation is obeying God's divine impulse in your own uh, in your own life, and it's not beseeching or ordering. It's it's obeying that divine impulse within yourself, and that 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 ties into, of course, that those those good impulses and those good aspirations come from God. Uh, so some people act like divine mind is there to take orders, and the opposite is true. God's God orders us to take. Uh, to take action, um, and his 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 inspiration and aspirations for better things are his his orders or his her orders to us. Uh, the Bible says that the Lord is my shepherd. So again, some people think this means the Lord is my bellhop or my drive-through, and they talk about ordering what they want. But this is a mistaken idea. Uh, you've got to put yourself in alignment with the divine mind's orders for you and those orders are your good wishes for yourself and those good uh, aspirations that you have uh, we do not again we do not order god god inspires us but does not compel us to accept these inspirations or aspirations and that's where again free will comes into it free will comes in but the path upward is in obedience in obedience so obedience you know we don't like again we don't like to hear these words like obedience it, it seems like, you know, there's, it, there's a connotation of like, oh, I don't have any free will or, oh, I'm just following orders or something like this. But this is orders from divine mind. You know, this is where the ego has to get out of the way. And we have to put ourselves in alignment with in an obedience to the divine orders that are coming through us for what we're supposed to do. It's like uh, in the Bible when, when Jonah uh, was supposed to go to Nineveh and preach. And he didn't, and he tried to get away, and he took a boat, and he ended up getting thrown overboard, 
and swallowed by a great fish and spit out on the shores of Nineveh. I mean, there's a certain amount of fate involved and destiny involved. And, you know, we can get in alignment with our destiny, uh, you know, or we can choose not to do it. In his case, it didn't matter whether he was in alignment or not. He still got spit out on the shore of Nineveh and ended up preaching. So, uh, but, you know, let's make it easy on ourselves. Let's not get swallowed by a great fish. Uh, so basically, our true constructive desires, we have to remember, come from divine source. Real prayer and affirmation puts us in alignment with those God impulses within us. And we have to follow our divine shepherd within this universal spirit that provides everything for us. And that'll get us to where we want to go. And I'm going to follow this out uh, with uh, one more reading of Psalm 23, because I think this is such a fantastic thing. So uh, Psalm 23, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He maketh me to lie down in the green pastures. He leadeth me beside the still waters. He restoreth my soul. He leadeth me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, are, thy staff they comfort me. Thou preparest a table before me in the presence of mine enemies. Thou anointest my head with oil. My cup runneth over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. So you can use that as an affirmation, especially that last part of it. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Uh, that's powerful stuff. So check out uh, Find and Use Your Inner Power. This section, of course, Shepherd, not Bellhop, they've been going through. And Psalm 23 is a great resource for affirmation, uh, for, you know, uh, protection. If you want to use it in that way, that's been used historically in many traditions uh, throughout the ages as a, as a sort of a psalm for protection. Uh, so thank you for joining us. We are here each Sunday uh, with a new Cosmic Eye show. We usually go each week, uh, Emmett Fox, and then uh, do a different topic. So this was the Emmett Fox show, and we're, we're reading from, I'm reading from uh, Find and Use Your Inner Power. Find and Use Your Inner Power. Uh, you can find this on Amazon. My book is, the, uh, is uh, If You Can Worry, You Can Meditate, and that's available on Amazon.com. We are at anchor.fm slash Cosmic Eye if you'd like to make a donation. And check out CosmicEye.org for all the latest stuff that's going on with Cosmic Eye, Cosmic Eye Tarot, uh, the show, the blog, and so forth is, is all available there. And you can, uh, you can follow us through there. Our social media is there as well. Uh, you can follow us at, at Cosmic Eye Tarot, which is uh, connected to uh, the Cosmic Eye Show and, of course, our Cosmic Eye website. So all the great things to check out. Uh, again, stay cool out there. I know it's a warm one. Uh, blessings and light to everyone. Have a great week. Goodbye, and God bless.